everyone. Welcome back to the Resilience Key Podcast. I'm your host, Steph Corbell, and as always, I'm so stoked to be here with you today to explore yet another topic designed to help you channel your inner grit into personal growth. Thank you so much for listening today. And if you haven't yet, please go ahead. What's stopping you? Hit that subscribe button so that you don't miss out on any of my future episodes. I release one every single Friday. So I'm going to jump right into this episode's topic by telling you a truth none of us really wants to accept. And that is, you can't do it all. There is no way. You're human, there are only 24 hours in the day, and you know what? We only have so much energy and bandwidth. So many personal growth books and podcasts are centered around this you-can-do-it energy, and I get it, we all need to learn how to set our minds to something and to pursue our goals. Visualization, mindset, motivation, all of that stuff, it's lovely, it's wonderful, but sometimes it's just not enough. You can't possibly be the best at everything. You can't be the best spouse, the best parent, the best friend, the best employee, and the best person at your own personal self-care. Now look, I don't mean to start out this episode on a downer kind of note. This is just a point of practical realism that I feel gets buried a lot in the personal growth arena. It is high time we normalize this idea of an ebb and a flow. There are going to be seasons in our lives where we shift our focus to one thing or another. And there's always a cost. The key, I mean, these episodes are always about the keys to growth. The key is to learn a balance, to find the middle point, to accept you're not the perfect person in a relationship when you've been focused on building a business, to accept you're not the perfect employee when you're going through hard family stuff, and so on. This episode is about radical acceptance of where you are at right now at this point and learning to do your best to roll with life and learn how to prioritize the right thing at the right time. This podcast is all about practical tips, so let's get into some real-life scenarios and some strategies that will help you when things get crazy. So for me personally, I grew up in a pretty insane house. I won't go into a lot of depth about it, but I definitely grew up with this omnipresent pressure to be the perfect child for various reasons. And it was told to me by my parents many times that I had to prove my love through my actions and I had to earn my love through achievements. I mean, hey, okay, my my folks did their best, but they were products of their environments, as we all are, and it wasn't the greatest ethos to raise a kid under that kind of intense pressure. And as a result, I was a classic overachiever kid. I was pushed into a ton of extracurricular activities, academic camps, competitions, music lessons, you name it. I had to do it. And by the time I was only 11 or 12 years old in the seventh grade, I had been playing the piano at that point for years, and I already was gigging, if you can believe that. I was working as the accompanist for the choirs at my middle school, and I remember this one event in seventh grade extremely vividly. I was getting ready for a choir concert. It was either at the holidays or in the spring, and I had to accompany a bunch of choirs on the piano. On top of balancing my homework and running on the cross-country team and being on student council and all of my other various extracurricular activities. And at the last minute before the concert, in class, in the choir class, I had an emotional breakdown. I ended up crying in the nurse's office with the school psychologist calling my mom, 
who forced me to go home and rest. It was the first incident in my life, and believe me, there have been many others where I experienced burnout because I was trying to do too much all at once. And honestly, this, like I said, it's been a trope my whole life. I think because I don't have children, I tend to take on a lot of projects just out of sheer enthusiasm and the freedom that I have and genuinely wanting to help out in the world around me. If you ask anyone who knows me well, they will tell you I take on a lot. My current reality is actually very stripped down from my past, but even now I work full-time at my business that I own. I do this podcast every week. I run a bunch of various social media pages. I'm finishing flight school. I create artwork for my online store. I train like crazy for ultra marathons, and I try to be the best responsive friend and wife that I possibly can be. That's a lot. And like I said, it's actually not that much compared to past decades where I would work, say, two, three, even four jobs simultaneously, plus freelancing on the side. This frenetic kind of activity, it's something I've just gotten used to over the years. It's not something I feel like I have to do to earn love or friendship or validation at this point. No, no, not at all. I've had to learn how to dial things back at certain times because, well, I have to admit to myself, I just can't keep that pace up all the time. No one can. Now, your situation is likely very different. Maybe you have kids and you're trying to balance being a mom and taking on a new job. Or maybe you're going back to school and you're trying to balance that with family obligations. And then some other stuff pops up. A friend or family member needs you, so you drop everything to help them, and then something else slips, and before you know it, everything seems to be spinning out of your control. Further compounding the issue is this omnipresence of our smartphones and this ability we have to get a hold of anyone at any given time of the day. There is very much this sense of entitlement with getting responses quickly to texts and emails and such, and that's a very recent societal phenomenon that, if you ask me, isn't doing anyone any good. So what happens when we get overloaded? I typically sense a few symptoms in myself. I end up getting more forgetful and scatterbrained than usual. Like I might accidentally double book clients at work. Or I might simply get so physically exhausted, feeling like no matter how much I sleep, I am still so damn tired. Now some people end up oversleeping, or on the other hand, they get such bad insomnia that they can't sleep at all, turning these to-do lists over and over in their heads like a hamster on a wheel all night long. And when the stress gets too bad after a significant amount of time, for me, I know I start to see my body break down. Or maybe for you, you get a cold or tweak some part of your body with an overuse injury. Extended mental stress can and will manifest in physical issues when it's not addressed for sure. But for me, the worst part when I get overloaded is this guilt that I have over letting people down around me. I feel committed to so many things that when I can't do something 110%, that I feel horrible for being not up to par. I think that's a constant feeling with a lot of my mom friends, for example. They're working on some goal and feel like they're not living up to this arbitrary marker in their heads of what a good mom should be. Now, do you see yourself in any of these? And if so, I want you right now to pause this podcast and take a minute for yourself. I want you to breathe in deeply and simply repeat to yourself, either out loud or in your head, 
I'm doing the best that I can, and that is enough. Give yourself some space right now to honor yourself. Sometimes the biggest gift that you can give anyone is that gift of space. Now, let's take a look at some strategies we can use to achieve more of a daily balance rather than this feeling of constantly being overwhelmed or the feeling of needing to do it all, all at once. One, at home, set up a short time every single day of non-negotiable time for yourself with no one else around and with no interruptions. Yeah, sure. Of course, that's really hard if you're a parent. It might mean getting up super early before everyone else. Maybe it means staying up a bit later. It might mean telling your spouse, hey, I don't want to watch this TV program tonight with you. You know, for a long time, I was someone really afraid of sitting with myself in silence. And once I got locked into a regular practice of doing that, now I need it daily in order to feel centered. And I feel off if I don't get that time. I honestly believe that we all need silent moments in our daily lives to recenter and recalibrate. Figure out schedule-wise what works best for you. Communicate that to your members of your household and create a contract with yourself to do this as a daily practice. Two, set time limits on communications and social interactions with people outside of your household. Anyone who knows me knows I don't respond to anything online or on the phone outside of the hours of 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. Sure, it might sound cold, but you know what? My business is so crazy busy that I get inquiries about tattoos 24 hours a day. And yes, believe it or not, people have tattoo emergencies at 2 a.m. Please don't even ask me what a tattoo emergency is. I, I don't even know. Again, the phone, the social media, it can take up far too much of our daily life if we let it. Don't let this ethos of, I need a response right now, get to you. If someone can't deal with you being unavailable for a certain period of time, well, they're simply not someone who needs to be in your life. Only have folks in your life that are respectful of your personal boundaries, especially those that you have set up for the purpose of your own mental health. Three, when it comes to the balancing act of life, I found that using a bullet style journal instead of a planner to be the most helpful for me. And honestly, I'm thinking about maybe even developing one of these for my listeners to use. Now for me, I use a blank bullet journal almost every single day. And I sit down about once a week and think about what I need to accomplish in a set period of time, not just at work, but in my personal life and for this podcast. And I take a few minutes and I write everything down. And then I will schedule a few daily to-dos, but only one or two each day of the week. Steer way, way, way clear of super long to-do lists. You will only get overwhelmed. Instead, focus on just one or two essential things a day, and that way you're biting off little chunks of big tasks and you'll be forced to prioritize and distill down to the absolute most essential things you have to do. Again, I do this pretty much every day. And if you're interested in hearing more or seeing some examples, hit me up on my social media and I can post some stuff in my stories for you. Four, let go of guilt. Accept your humanity. You are not perfect. No one is no one ever can be. You cannot be everything to everyone. 
look deep inside, look how far you've come in your own life, and know that nothing is a race. You'll get to where you need to be in time and with consistent effort. And some days, you're going to be able to expend more effort than others. And that's okay. It's also okay to dial it back and take a break on occasion for your own mental sanity. Stop thinking that you're letting someone down by taking time out for yourself. Now, in short, this whole episode, I'm giving you permission to not be perfect. I'm giving you permission to take time and space to sit with yourself and to learn how to strike a balance between a bunch of crazy things and a largely crazy world without going crazy yourself. Any takeaways from this episode? Let me know how it resonates with you. I would absolutely love to hear from you. You can reach out to me through my website at stephcorbell.com. That's S-T-E-P-H-C-O-R-B-E-L-L. Or on my Instagram page at stephcorbell. Also, if you liked this episode, please consider sharing it on your social media or give this podcast a review on Apple or Spotify. It definitely helps boost this in the algorithm. It helps me reach more listeners. Thank you again for listening today. And remember, until next week, you're more resilient than you realize and you're stronger than you know. 